Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, you've wandered on to the VUC, a weekly conference produced by IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is from OnSip.com. You can get a URL that people can click to call you at OnSip.com slash GetOnSip. Speaking of SIP, we use the best PSTN and SIP conference bridge in the world, ZipDX.com. Our website at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. And thanks to Voxbone for our world local rate dial-ins. That's right. And before we bring on our first contestant, no, kidding again, I just want to make a comment on the fact that this is the 10th year. We're starting our 11th year. We'll be starting that in April 2017 of the VUC. They laughed when I told them about the idea. And as far as I know, this is one of the most long-lived conferences, interactive VUC. Now, we're going to be talking about wrong frame. We're going to be talking about immer, as in du bist immer in meinem Herz. Close, right, guys? Uh, And we're talking to Sebastian uh, Schumann, who's going to introduce the gentleman on his left or right. Right. I'm I'm inverted here, but Sebastian, you and I have met many times, as I mentioned uh, before we got started here. And this may be one of your first video appearances. You were one of a long time uh, participants when we went to ZipDX, which was, what, uh, eight years ago. So let's hear a little bit about... Have you done the bio thing of how you got into technology? You can both do that first if you want. Sure. Right. So next to me is Norbert, who is responsible for marketing here. Hi, guys. To do the introduction first, and maybe a bit about me. Um, most of you know me, but uh, basically I got uh, in technology and actually with telecom <laughs> a long time ago. So after university, I studied with uh, telecom at the university in Leipzig, uh, built up uh, the first IMS test lab there. So we went into IMS with the Fraunhofer uh, installation for it, um, went straight into telephony, I would say, for a long time. And then in 2006, started in Slovak Telecom and um, started as a normal designer for um, core network uh, design and then went on to a bit more special project. So um, focused on on IP calling, on the transition from classic telephony, from, let's say, legacy approaches more to web and to making actually the transition not not in ways that most of the peers did, looking into, you know, RCS, Volta, classic actually technologies, but more um, focusing on improving user experiences and actually um, evolving telecoms as such. And I've given a few presentations on this. I dealt a lot with WebRTC in the past and tried to have a... Uh, over the streaming next to me and try to get a bit of a fresh, let's say, mindset and still stay in telecom. So I believed always in disruption from within. And um, because of that, I took the chance um, that I got to join Immer in uh, March last year. So March 2016, I moved from Slovak Telecom after 10 years to Immer and um, yeah, uh, was responsible for the integration project in Slovakia. More to that later. But I'm since then responsible for the uh, engineering in Immer. And um, yeah, I'm happy actually that Deutsche Telekom took the um, the chance 
and and he was brave enough to actually start a company, its own company, to do what we do and to actually um, break out from, let's say, only legacy approaches and look a bit more into not just disrupting or not just installing new technology, but actually disrupting paradigms and also um, doing some cool stuff um, beyond, let's say, outside of the comfort zone. And that's what I'm here for to make it actually to make it actually happen. Okay, you show me a little profile on Norbert. Yeah. Yes. So hi guys, it's really a pleasure to be you be here. Uh, so uh, my name is Norbert Norbert Meinicke, and uh, I joined Immer uh, half a year ago. So it's really six months already. So past uh, it's extremely fast uh, the, these months. So a little background about me. So I um, started in technology uh, 2000. Yes, 2000 exactly. So, um, but I'm not this technology guy as Sebastian. I'm uh, the marketing guy. So I'm trying to understand uh, what he's doing every day. But um, sometimes it's easier, sometimes not. So, um, but <clears throat> we're getting there. So uh, 2000 was uh, after. Uh, uh, Four years in the advertising agency, J. J. Walter Thompson. Maybe you know uh, some of you know this one. Um, I went to Freenet.de. So uh, Freenet is a kind of like AOL. So more or less, this uh, was one of our main competitors in Germany as well. So uh, we were like an um, online service uh, provider. So bringing people into the internet and our approach was to do this for free. And uh, you can imagine we would uh, we were pretty successful with that. I run the whole marketing department there for six years. And uh, then the operation got, got bigger and bigger from 30 people to 3,000. And then, I, okay, I will, let, I will leave. Then I went to uh, Berlin, started... Uh, started um yeah a kind of like second life which was called twinity and we created like real uh, reality based uh, cities which is uh, so for example berlin london and um Singapore, we created like really in 3D and your avatar could walk through by real estate there, et cetera, et cetera. This was a little bit too early in time. So um, like in the next five years, that could be pretty successful, but it was quite a great journey. Then I went into e-commerce selling shoes like Zeppos just in Germany. And uh, after that, I went into the mobile industry. Uh, so it was uh, the app called Zubi. Uh, I managed that for three and a half years. Here in Berlin as well, this was an international uh, app for and um, for voice entertainment um, services. So we had like a couple of uh, great characters like Slimer from Ghostbusters, um, Hotel Transylvania, all these different all these different uh, characters from the um, entertainment industry, and people can could start to create voice messages with these characters and flip themselves into these characters and become like Slimer, for example. And um, this was uh, pretty successful, but uh, not successful enough for me. So um, someone came from, from Immer and hired me as a, a marketing dude. And uh, so that's why I'm here. And my biggest passion is like voice. Yeah, Everything which is combined with voice in the uh, mobile space is driving me crazy. And that's why I'm here. Okay, I guess uh, the big question on everybody's minds and lips, in my case, is um, how Immer is different. Because as uh, James mentioned earlier, this is a pretty crowded space. Uh, I'm not gonna make a list of apps that uh, deal with these things. But what? who is the audience and, and what makes this special, other than the fact that you're doing it, which is why you're here? <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's the main reason. Now, um, we, we brought some slides uh, with us, so um, maybe we just um, 
deep dive in, in these slides, which uh, answer a couple of questions from your side, uh, I guess. So um, do you all see the presentation here on my screen? We do not. You do not. Damn. Well, you're probably um, on a different uh, different monitor or a different... I think yeah, you we... click on Norbert's icon. There, Norbert is there. Uh, I see oh, next I'm to Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. We're, you're on a different uh, channel. Okay. Yes, we do. Yeah. We, see this, we see this film strip as well on the left, but if that doesn't present yeah, forget, for you... Forget the film strip. Um, okay. I, when I switched it out, I have the, uh, the, the feeling that um, you don't see anything else. So that's why I'm keeping it. Don't worry about the film strip. So okay. um, Imer, hybrid operator, you see that? All of these guys? Yes. All, all of you guys? Okay, perfect. So, <clears throat> so Imer, uh, what is Imer? So Imer is an open communication service. So we are available on uh, iOS, on Android, and also as a web app. So the basic idea behind Immer was uh, created like three years ago already. Yeah. So and uh, since that, uh, a little team started to to create, to develop uh, the technology behind it, and um, yeah, and and uh, become like pretty good team here already. So we are around like 30, 35 people working on this, and uh, especially in the past past years, sometimes we also dropped dropped up to to fifty people developing uh, the whole thing. And uh, but now we have a have a stable team here with uh, thirty people, and we launched um, our first country in um, on the. 13th of the, uh, November last year. So uh, this was a really big day for us, bringing out this this baby, at least in the market last year. So um, And so we are now doing our baby steps and creating um, or getting a lot of feedback from, from the market in, in Slovakia and from our partners, the Slovak Telecom, which we uh, launched together this service there. And uh, yeah, improving the the service from on a weekly basis right now. So um, creating updates, getting feedback, creating updates, and so on. So um, we're still in beta uh, in Slovakia, but um, yeah, changing this soon to a normal version. And um, yeah, a lot of uh, other stuff is coming up. And um, let's uh, yeah, let's go to the to the next page. Well, basically, we we are combining like the best of two worlds. So on the on the one hand, uh, we have like the mobile network operators, and on the other side, we have the internet communication services. And this is somehow combined in in Immer. And this is um, yeah, this is one of the major differentiators uh, to all the other messaging or calling and communication apps out there. And um, and we, we have a feature set which is like. Um, Pretty, pretty interesting. So one of our first or the, the biggest, biggest one is Immer Boost. So with Immer Boost, we're virtualizing the mobile number for the first time and free, free the mobile number from, from your, from your phone and from your SIM card. It means you can be reached more or less on any other phone, which is connected to the service. So on your, uh, on your tablet or on your, um, on your PC, your Mac, however, uh, Immer is on. Just um, <clears throat> you, you can log in via 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 your browser, and then um, you are connected to your Immer account. So, just imagine you uh, are. Uh, so, for example, we are doing this especially here in, in Slovakia right now, um, with uh, which is especially only for for um, telecom customers right now. And they are uh, they are using Immer Boost, and this is pretty exciting to see uh, the first customers um, joining this service. And it's actually um, that when, when once you are connected to the service in, in, um, as a as a telecom customer, 
your your as I said, your number is is uh, is getting yeah is is freed from your from your SIM card and from your phone. And um, here you see, for example, the possibility that um, over Wi-Fi. So just imagine we will show you this in a second, also on on our phones. Just imagine you only have Wi-Fi and um, but but no uh, mobile connection. You still can be reached via your mobile phone number, which was not uh, a, uh, which uh, was not possible before. Um, if your phone is off, for example, yeah. So uh, normally, um, when your phone is off, you can receive any calls. Your phone is off. Your you can receive your phones, uh, your phone calls, your on your mobile number, on your um, on your PC, or also on your uh, tablet. Um, yeah. So if you are uh, abroad, so maybe you're like in, in, in any kind of like holiday vacation um, um, location where you have no, um, yeah, uh, no, no uh, connection to your to your mobile services. Uh, just have Wi-Fi. You still can connect to um, all your people, and people can reach you there. What else do we have? Yeah, the, so this what we talked about already. Um, this is this is the Immer Boost. Mm, then we have another service which is called uh, or feature which is called Open Immer. And with Open Immer, um, well, let 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 start. Let me start again uh, differently. So um, every one of you knows WhatsApp. Everyone knows of you the the different uh, messenger etc. Um, but that means that you have to be a member of this service. So you the other other part of um, of your Communicate on the communication side needs to be on WhatsApp as well, um, and uh, this we started to break through and open Immer to more or less everyone. So you don't have to have Immer on your on your phone, or you don't have to be um, connected somehow to Immer, but. Me as an Immer user, I still can invite people to a voice um, voice call to a um, to a text text chat or to a, a video chat uh, just by sending you a link. You're getting this link via an SMS. You click on the SMS and then the browser opens and you are with me in the chat window and then you can start um, communicating with me. So there we are breaking this boundary that uh, you need to have this application or have every, anything to in, installed on your phone or on your device to get uh, connected to um, to this other person. So this is called uh, Open Immer and um, therefore we, we're going even further so you, you can create like your own uh, domain which is like immer.com slash your number or uh, further on you can um, you can um, change this number into a vanity name so uh, for example uh, immer.com slash James and if you're a fast James you can you can get your domain and then you can invite uh, people with with this domain to a chat so people just click on this uh, domain and then they start communicating with you so what else do we have group calls and video calls so this is um, you simply can we already did uh, did a little test a uh, um, couple of minutes ago um, so um, video calling one-on-one -on -one and in a group is uh, also possible and uh, a special a special thing is also you can you can um, switch from a voice call to a video call and back so this is very seamless and and easy for the user um, and on top we are offering additional numbers so everyone of you I guess is familiar with additional numbers but the the big pain is normally you need to uh, have a second sim card 
And this we're uh, completely de deleting here. So we, we are offering different kinds of numbers um, inside Immer, which um, you can use from this Immer service. And uh, people can call you on these numbers. And uh, you can call with this uh, uh, phone numbers as well to any kind of destination in the world just by using like calling passes, um, which uh, enable you to call uh, into different into this into your country or into other countries um, as well. So uh, additional numbers are pretty interesting, of course, for different use cases. So, um, for example, for work, you have like you want to have you don't want to share with your colleagues your private number, use an Immer number, or you're dating out there, and this girl don't have to should not have your private number for the in the beginning. So give her an Immer number, or if you are abroad, for example, um, then you can create or get a, a number from this from UK, for example, and there uh, people can call you um, on local rates so this is this is basically the the um, the uh, feature set of immer which we uh, started right now in slovakia and uh, yeah maybe we start a little demo here or would you i was gonna uh, say, i know is <clears throat> i was gonna say that james will immediately jump on the demo question so yeah, i'm ready perfect. i'm ready quite interestingly you we went through your, your your feature set there and it sounded like all the really good bits sort of scooped up from a number of other different um offerings but then all bolted together in one offering so i think it, there, there's nothing that you went through there that doesn't already exist in some other offering somewhere of course you have like you have you have different you, you have like more or less thousands of of apps out there and services out there who are offering like uh, video calling um and uh, there are also apps who are offering like um additional numbers yeah but not combined all of these uh, different features inside one so you get like with immer uh, all in one uh, service and the specialty is is definitely uh, the virtualized virtualizing um, of your mobile number which is which is never done before at the moment and uh, as well um, the open approach yeah that you can uh, use immer to communicate with people without having immer on the other side okay can i ask a quick question there are the telephone numbers are there the telephone number of your native phone i.e the the operator sim card links yeah, exactly number so how are you routing traffic into your infrastructure um to uh, so that you can route it so we, we have so that's the question for me. We have some slides also on the technology, but essentially what we're doing is, so you're right, it's kind of a bit, bits and pieces you see in other places. What we are doing is, that's why we, maybe it's worth to say we are an app, but we are first focusing, you know, we have a kind of two streams. On one hand, we have the, the uh, app that can go to anyone, like you got the link now. And on the other hand, we do integrate in uh, carrier networks. And actually with Slovak Telecom, it was the first carrier we integrated with. We integrate as an IN service and we basically take over call control and route calls depending on your connectivity and on the best possible best possible way via our infrastructure so we, we set an IN hook we, we we get the trigger and then we decide how to deliver the uh, the B party like and that allows us 
Yeah, I think I've got you there. So you for 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 that feature to work, you've got to do some kind of integration with the operator. You're not yes. trying anything devious like camel redirection or any kind of sneaky behind the scenes SS7 redirection. Exactly. We 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 are not we are after all funded by Telecom, so we're not trying to kind of work around some SS7 stuff or play with call forwarding modifications and so on. We do classic. Um, we change the HLR profile. We set a different um, IDP and uh, so originating. Terminating triggers, and this allows us to actually connect uh, circuit switch connection or connection via the operating infrastructure to Immer, and then connect the B party leg like, either via circuit switched or via. via yeah. So, so I, I have a question. Um, uh, I, I like the feature set, by the way. I think it's an in- interesting set. Uh, would have been lovely to have it six years ago, but you know, you can't have everything all all at once. Um, but I'm curious to know how the uh, the equipment vendors, the uh, the people who make the switches, feel about basically you you um, you doing their work. For for them you 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 snaffle the call very early on and then you do all the call processing later on so are you not kind of doing them out of business well it's 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 uh, as i said before we are we are you know telecom deutsche telecom and all telecom operators are mostly let's say still following their I would say legacy infrastructure paths. So of course you had expensive uh, 2G, 3G networks, uh, four, whatever still is in place. Now you're doing investing investment into Volta. And of course what we are doing is something completely different. So not only do we, um, let's say, on a functional level, take over some of their tasks and also, let's say, do things they invest a lot of money on, maybe on a bit cheaper price level, but we also kind of a trial to see what we are actually able to do on with the infrastructure approach we're doing. So what I'll, I'll talk later about this, we are... We are hosted on AWS. We are we have a containerized infrastructure. We use Kubernetes for scaling our microservices and so on. So we we follow different concepts, and uh, that's on one hand, of course, to provide a service. On the other hand, it's also to gather experience again for the telecom and for maybe um, the equipment vendors. Maybe not that much. We are not talking much with them, but more with telecom to also gather experience and to see then how the knowledge we we gather, how the experience also technically. Can be fed back into the big uh, big corporation to actually improve things there. I, I'm just and, a little bit surprised that you're not getting more, um, let's say, obstructionist behaviour from the equipment vendors, um, because you're. You, it seems to me that you're uh, you're undermining their their offer quite substantially. I mean, that was always the reason we we found this kind yeah. of thing difficult to do in the rest of the VoIP community is that the equipment vendors really didn't want it to work. Actually, what we are we so the the, the thing is we the integration in the core networks is using standard protocols, so there we don't actually need any cooperation for the rest we we use some of the equipment vendors that are actually using software that is um let's say good enough so it runs in our cloud infrastructure so we use dialogic uh, we use um together with the with uh, candy with our uh, communications backend we, we we use various things from genband from vendors they integrate with um, but of course the the classic telco vendors aren't happy but then again they are not not our counterparts so the only people they could revolt to are actually classic telecom departments that still demand their services in a classic way and what we are doing is we work with those companies deploying the cloud infrastructure that are actually already ready for it so um, you know it's, it's okay. so you're kind of avoiding it to, to a large yeah. extent right. yeah. interesting good the internal the, I would say the internal discussions within telecom are, are our counterpart this is where we, we face to basically find our place but actually with the equipment vendors um, we have very good relations to many of those that um, that have a have a ar- architecture and, uh, and and technologies that actually fit our concept so it's there's no no issue I would say yeah I'm, so, I'm a little uh, curious about something you are uh, oops <laughs> let me get back to where I should be here I guess maybe this would be it here um, the difficulty of arranging all this international stuff. Now, James, 
would have this knowledge, and maybe Andy from, from True Phone days, but um, that must be a nightmare, I suppose. Um, for example, Google Voice has never come to an agreement with other countries other than the U.S. and some of Canada. Um, how? What is the effort like to get that to happen, I guess is what I'm asking. I think we know the answer to that. It's enormous. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I used to have a full head of hair and a waistline <laughs> before I started dealing with that one. Look at me now. Who's dealing with that? I guess that would be the Deutsche, Tele- Deutsche Telekom people. Yeah, the, the thing is, it's it's enormous. But uh, then again, we, you know, as a as I said, the the internet part to do that internationally, we have actually our team here. We are we are focusing uh, on that, and we we uh, I think I think have our ideas about that. The important part for network integration is that we we do this only uh, for now in telecom countries. So actually, with with the 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 same owner. Um, let's say uh, governing these countries is is kind of financing us, and we we have a way. Like, well, we are basically more an internal project, I would say, than coming in externally and needing to convince them first. So this makes it much easier. And of course, um, having having good relations with with those people. You know, I worked before in Slovakia, and generally we the the working with the Natcos and trying this um, this was the hard part. But we did it now in one country. We actually we actually managed to do all that. We have now kind of a blueprint, and I think rolling it out in other countries. Um, of interest for Deutsche Telekom is actually easy if you show that you're successful in one country, that what you do or what the idea that you have, you know, the IN integration on one hand, uh, approaches like OpenImmer where you, you basically utilize WebRTC, uh, you send links to browsers where you can connect and actually reach somebody and, and so on. All these, all these kind of concepts were hard to explain and in the beginning it was kind of hard, but being able to demonstrate it and actually using mostly standard ways, so there's actually not much investment in the country needed, uh, makes it rather easy to to roll it out at least uh, within our footprint. So what it doesn't mean, North America, Sebastian, that the, that the money or the owner behind IMA is actually um, Deutsche Telekom? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that everything starts to become a little clearer. Right. Oh, you didn't know that. Okay. Yes, we are. We are basically. Uh, a do- we are. We are not a not a daughter per definition, but we are. We are financed by uh, by the Deutsche Telekom Innovation Pool. Very good. And the, historically, we were a, a project in T Labs in Berlin. So it started as a research project that actually we we managed to to pr- make a proof of concept together with Slovakia and then commercialize the whole thing to actually be a limited company. And now we are an independent company that is financed by Deutsche Telekom and of course um, therefore has a certain uh, easier way of kind of doing this integration than if we would need to, you know, sell ourselves to Natcos or to partners that actually uh, have no relation to us. Yeah, and it's a lot easier when you have some big grown-up in the Führer bunker somewhere uh, deep in <laughs> Deutsche Telekom oh. and says, you will interconnect with Emma and uh, it all happens. Oh, you had to go there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier, yeah. isn't it? Whereas... Uh, it's easier, yes, of course it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Other, but- other startups like us in the old days, uh, the, uh, the big operators decided that we were the devil's spawn and should be immediately eradicated. And so yeah. we, we had a much harder ride. There's definitely going to be resistance, obviously. Um, so on the, if you go on the website, immmr.com, uh, you'll see that there's a big badge and now live in Slovakia. Okay. Somebody asked a long time ago um, the size of that network, I think they were asking. Anybody have any, uh, do you guys have a, uh, an idea of that? Well, Sebastian, you should know because you work there. For yes, long Sebastian, you should yeah, know. Yeah. So generally, Slovakia is a small country. I think they have like 7 million, uh, 7 million users. We, we, uh, we have 7 million uh, people, I think. 
right? In the country, yeah, five million, five, five, five five million, million mobile okay. customers. So five million mobile customers. I think Slovakia has around around two million. So it's, it's a rather small network, actually. Generally speaking, uh, the, the intention was to start in a smaller country because, uh, first of all, the you know you, you can you can grow in size. We 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 didn't do a a massive global launch, right? We launched in a certain market that research showed is kind of um, kind of perceptive for the things we offer, and we started in a uh, simpler network. And of course, also with with um, knowing that that um, the team there, I would say, is very open, and that we can actually, um, as a first country, prove first of all that what we want to do actually works and um, is actually doable. So while while the, while you would think if you would want to start with a big markets, Slovakia might not be the right thing. We're doing what we do and do actually an IND integration uh, mashed up with a with a web service. And with an application and basically connecting both worlds um, is easier in, in such an environment you know to to um, to start with and uh, that's why we chose Slovakia so as I said a network of around 2 million subscribers um, the addressable market of course is small because not everyone um, that has a SIM card or not every SIM card is a subscriber you can address but um, generally speaking it's um, for, for for having something live that uh, people there can buy and for being ready for the next step kind of to extend to other countries I think it was uh, a good um, size of network Network. Okay, and that, that does make complete sense. Although, you know, 7 million compared to James Bodie's contact list, that's nothing. So, you know, obviously. Yes. <laughs> did we? If you, I don't know if, if in terms of size that I'm mentioning, want to want to know something more, but generally it's, it's I think um, it was exactly right to start with a, with a size like this, with a simpler uh, network like this. If you, if you would go, if you would start in Germany, for example, it would be the, the efforts would be so much, uh, so much bigger. And, and uh, no, that would be chaotic. I agree. That, that, yeah. that, uh, that's obviously the way to go. Uh, there's a couple of questions in IRC I'm going to read for you. Uh, our friend White Book, longtime supporter of the VUC, is asking if any, this is him asking, not me, if any of this is built with open source. Yes. So actually, actually it is. We have, uh, we're using, we're using many open source tools and our uh, tool. I have, I have some slides for technical stuff. I'm not going to um, show all of them, but basically we use uh, our whole tool chain is open source. We use, uh, we use Jenkins, we use um, Selenium, we use um, whatever else. What else do we use? Let, let me, let me go on the slides. We, we run so our infrastructure. I'll, I'll actually show the slides. Um, yeah, you can our infrastructure. Slides. That's fine. Uh, our infrastructure runs on. Um, so let let me get started. Basically, sure. the front end technology. Um, nobody already. Nobody already mentioned. We are using uh, now iOS, Android, and web with uh, with a uh, version. As I said, the contact recognition is kind of built in. We are planning to use CouchDB there. Okay, wait a second. So we're, look, Couch... we're looking at the wrong. Uh, we're looking at your vision of the Hangout. Okay. You need looking at the wrong window. So you, you can stop sharing. I start I sharing. Awesome. Now you see? Uh, yes. yes, that's it. All right, go ahead. Sorry. So in the front end, we want to start using using CouchDB. Uh, even we even when CouchDB was released, we are, we were kind of um, uh, giving a statement on that that we're very happy with it. Is especially handling the distributed system. So using it inside the mobile phones, using using CouchDB inside the browser, using it on the back end. Uh, we we do quite some smart logic with it. It's all encrypted, also in the browser. So basically, data address in none of the endpoints even is um, is available unencrypted. So we use CouchDB uh, on the in the back end. We build uh, the technology uses a microservice concept. We develop these. With, uh, with Java as a, a message broker uh, between, so for communication between these microservices, we use uh, RabbitMQ uh, and AMQP. So basically all the microservices communicate using a, using a shared broker and only some services expose actually the required functions via REST, but but the inter-process communication uh, uses a message queues. Uh, we use Postgres uh, in the backend for for data that is, um, let's say, needs to be stored more persistently, like uh, call data records and, and so on. Um, our tool chain, as I said, contains Jenkins, 
uh, we're using Chef for the automation. We're currently um, uh, transitioning this uh, uh, CI chain using using also Kubernetes and uh, you know uh, configuration as a code. So basically putting all configuration uh, there and have a full containerized infrastructure. Currently, we still use Chef in the development uh, area. We use uh, Kibana, so Logstash, the Elk environment for um, for logging and for uh, collecting and processing all kinds of data. We use Redis as a kind of cache when some data needs to be available for a short time. And uh, as I said, Selenium for automated testing. And um, the hosting is done completely on AWS. So our whole infrastructure, uh, the communications backend from Candy, uh, as well as our infrastructure is running on AWS. For the microservice part, we use Kubernetes. So it's all containerized and uh, can be basically redeployed or modified with the push of a button. And Kubernetes is also uh, open source released, uh, released by Google. Um, I have a small picture here, kind of, how the um, integration to AWS looks like. So basically, we use both AWS services themselves, like S3, like um, um, databases, load balancers. We also have it all connected to an uh, so to to full encryption. So basically, we are doing this in a in a compliant way. Uh, the question usually comes, you know, your telecom. How can you use AWS? We actually uh, can do it. So one of the benefits of telecom we talked about. One of the drawbacks is that people look at you with very you know very very closely. Whether you follow all kind of data protection rules, and actually we do. Um, so this is all uh, secure and uh, and uh, compliant. Uh, the main part, as I said, is, is Kubernetes, and um, we, we we used it quite early. We went already to Google. We uh, we we were basically also asked by them to present what we do. So we are kind of a, a rather big uh, user and and customer of both AWS and user of, of Kubernetes. And for the telco integration part, um, we use um, uh, the IN integration is done with non-open source software because the uh, SS7 stack. Is a, is a license a feature that you have to license. Uh, we, we integrate with the NATCO using using Sigtran um, for the signaling, and we have Sigtrans for termination, uh, various ones depending on where we terminate. So we actually appear as part of the telecoms network when for all the traffic route for the telecom, and whenever we don't, we we are handling the traffic ourselves. And for the telecoms, we integrate using also the provisioning and the billing the billing part um, using uh, APIs and um, and of course all the all the infrastructure runs on. So we use Ubuntu. We use whatever whatever the the operating systems provides. It's basically all open source software. So we have a few commercial products for the for the um, SS7 stack. We use a, a backend provided by a, a communications backend that is provided by uh, our partner that is partially let's say commercial software. But but whenever we can, of course, we, we try to use open source software. And we also we also are active in uh, the, the communities and together with our partners contribute here and there uh, back back to them. Uh, so um, maybe to conclude the slides and then we can. Keep talking. If you look at, at how Imer looks like, we have basically, as I said, we work together with uh, with Candy from GenBand. Uh, Imer and Candy are the main um, the main components we have. The Imer part handles the user management, handles uh, billing, the integration with the NatCo and the on and so on. And, for, and on Candy side, we are we are we are handling the communications. We integrate with Nexmo for SMS with Voxbone, one of the sponsors of the of the VOC. We integrate with Voxbone for DIDs. So we have um, SMS DIDs. We have various uh, interconnection partners connected for termination, and of course. Uh, the telecom network and in the, in the telecom side, what we are uh, involved with is the, the HLR provisioning for the IN triggers. This is not done by us. So actually the integration is all done by the provisioning there, which means we don't have any, besides the SIGTRAN for the for the um, uh, IN trigger, we have no uh, 
let's say, deeper integration in the core network that allows us to be very lightweight. Uh, we connect there to, via, to their STP and, and all the triggers we get uh, basically fired to us like an IN application server, as I said. We integrate with the um, custom media gateway on the Slovak Telecom side to route their traffic to them. And of course, with the OSS BSS um, connection. But, and, but you, um, do, you do have those signaling routes, don't you? Uh, so you, sorry? Can, so you, can, you get into, can you get into the T-Mobile the core? and configure services on their platform for your users or does that no we cannot so whenever somebody yes we, we have uh, we have basically a, a, a global title from the from the NATCO and uh, this is the global title that is going to be assigned as address for the MO and MT triggers and then we are we are handling the we are getting the triggers and then we we, we handle the call as we please basically but uh, we cannot we cannot modify the HLR profile and we can also not um, let's say send it somewhere else or anything so first it comes to us and we can then we could of course forward it onwards but uh, we, we, we do not interfere with the RN traffic and we do not also interfere with the HLR provisioning ourselves. Okay well that leads on to the next question which is how do you uh, deal with people who are not T-Mobile customers like so for example I've now got an IMA account set up on one of my UK um, mobile services. Clearly that's not integrated in with your platform so how, how do you cope with me? Actually that maybe goes more to Norbert so you would be not a user of the NATCO that can benefit of all the integrated parts, but you're still a user of the com open community that is worldwide and that can still use the basic features of the app, including multi-numbering, open emmer, uh, and so on and so on. So you, we, we still can sell you numbers. We still can sell you passes to terminate. If you actually use the app now to call, you will see that you have a, a, a DID received from us a try DID. We have received a, a present from us, some minutes to terminate. And uh, we can, of course, also sell you more minutes and more numbers. And so exactly. So in the next uh, next weeks, we are starting a second country, which will be not a telecom country. So um, uh, I think James will be happy about this. Um, once uh, you will see where it is. So uh, and and the users will have access to what uh, Sebastian already said the multiple numbers. So we will have a UK number uh, there. We will have a special offering uh, here also on um, on calling. So you can uh, do your calls to a specific amount of like countries out there. Of course, also in the country we will launch. And um, then yeah, as you said, open Immer video calling, etc. Okay, a quick question about the secondary numbers. Are they mobile numbers that support SMS or are they just um, voice-only numbers? They are mobile numbers that support SMS. We are not yet finished the uh, SMS integration fully. So they are support SMS, but you don't get them yet, let's say. Okay. Yeah. They are, they are meant to be currently, they are, only, should only, they are only used for calling. This is also, you know, we, we develop it step by step. We You can already choose as an origination uh, originating number your mobile number that you have the DID but not yet not yet for SMS so for SMS we kind of uh, nobody said in the beginning we focus on voice so SMS is kind of we're developing it we're improving it but currently uh, whenever you text somebody not on Immer you would use your default identity and the response would go back to your normal number so um, SMS is not yet um, not yet fully working there yeah okay so, so I have a question um, from totally the other side of the story uh, in terms of the user experience, the user interface. Can you talk a little bit about what tools you use to build the build the user interface on on mobile and uh, and presumably on on the web? I mean, is it a is it, is it a web app that's just wrapped up for for Android and iOS, or, or have you built separate clients with different uh, and, and and in fact, whose WebRTC are you using? If you can tell me that. So we are. Um, um, I, I'm. I don't know much about mobile app development.
development like like the technologies they used for the actual app. What I can tell you regarding WebRTC, which I think is more interesting, is we are, as I said, we use the Candy.io platform from GenBand as a communications backend. And uh, this comes not only with the backend parts, but actually with the SDK, with SDKs. And these SDKs include um, the whole, let's say, um, yeah, WebRTC stack and, and communication stack and, and REST APIs that you need to actually um, communicate. So our app developers internally uh, build the UI and everything for the communication bits and pieces. They use the GenBand SDK, uh, the Candy IO SDK from GenBand, and we use basically their technology in the in the backend. Uh, for multi-party video, we use Dialogic as a media server, um, and this um, uh, this uh, multi-party video is also integrated in the apps. We are not using uh, we are not using like web views, or it's not a, like a like an HTML app that is just wrapped on mobile. It really it, uh, both apps, uh, Android and iOS, are native app, and inside the browser we use WebRTC like directly, let's say, and and the the way we're using it is also through the through the Candy IO SDK. Does that answer your question, or did you? Yeah, did you... yeah that, that's good. That's good. And so we're waiting for other questions in, via IRC, or if you're on ZipDX, you hit uh, star six to unmute. Otherwise, if James or Andy or anybody, yeah, James said a small subset supports SMS. We the, the main the main reason why we actually regarding the SMS didn't. What we saw is you know we, we did not we did not. Let's assume let's look at the UK number. If you have a UK number, um, what we noticed is that SMS from other countries where we actually go live, which is not the country where the SMS is in, sometimes the SMS is not delivered. So I, I've seen German phones being able to send SMS where Slovaks aren't and vice versa. So we've made experience that the numbers from from, from Voxbone, despite the fact that there, there aren't many, um, that somehow the some of the operators block sending SMS there and, and calling always works. And this is why basically the, the focus on SMS was was secondary because if we would have if we would have dug into that and you know it would have led to more delays and um, it was basically yeah you you gotta go live at some point and that's why so yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know why you need to use Voxbone at all for sending SMSs. I mean, you're you're plugging into a carrier. Why why can you not use them. that? Yeah, for receiving them. So so whenever we whenever we again the integration was kept at a minimum. And uh, what we do is mostly standard besides the IT part, but mostly is standard from the NT part. Um, for selling numbers, of course, if we sell numbers from the Natcos, uh, we we could receive them easily. We could send send SMS by anyone via them, of course. Uh, we could receive the SMS if we integrate with the SMS but we actually um, this would have been a bigger integration project with more customizations on the NT side on the IT side that's why we chose Voxbone simply because um, it's it's simpler it's simpler to get started with they have a REST API you can get numbers and uh, actually you can also send SMS on behalf of this number the, the issue is in receiving it so what I meant it was when you receive it um, when you receive an SMS you can get it from Voxbone also with a REST call but what we saw is that the number is not the SMS are not always arriving there especially from the countries we launched in or from the country we launched in. yeah yeah, and the reason for that, it really depends on how you advertise that global title. And and we started off with big problems in this area, and we solved the problem by adding our number ranges to multiple IR21s, which is kind of cheating a little bit. But uh, if you want to um, route from multiple countries internationally, um, and you're doing slightly non-standard things, that's kind of what you have yeah. to do. Let me cheat. Um, if, we get, if we get numbers from, if we get numbers from the, the telecom countries, uh, and of course also the, the SMS, the numbers themselves, um, this is on the roadmap that you actually get the SMS on your mobile number also inside Emir to have the full experience. This is all something we can do with our number ranges as telecom, and this is certainly something that is that is going to come eventually. But for the beginning, you know, uh, the user story was kind of put a bit uh, put a bit in the back. Right, Sebastian, I am very aware that the clock is ticking, and uh, we want to unleash Norbit. Norbit, 
with his dangerous demo. Yes, let's do the demo. Unleash <laughs> Norbert, yay! Perfect. Do you share? So, do share? Or yeah, I think it's better when you. Okay, share. I, I'll share my. I'll share the uh, my screen again. By the way, you're doing a brilliant job of demonstrating here. With yes, your very good, screen. gentlemen. Very, very good. And your quality, your high definition quality. Thank you. Is outstanding. <laughs> puts all of us to shame. Well, particularly <laughs> my back cave. Okay. So first of all, we would like to show you how a call works. So with... do you actually see that now? Yeah. Yep. We, what we see is a phone in front of James's face. So <laughs> yeah, stop screen sharing, James. Yeah. It's not me. Oh, there's the code IRC. Yeah, close those twenty-five windows and leave the star field. Yes. <laughs> and Sebastian, shut that down. doesn't look no, like no, it. All right, we, we look good. Does it? Good. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> uh, you were saying, oh, and yes, we use Ubuntu. Yeah. No, we're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that looks, looks very non-Ubuntu to me. On the server side. All right. Okay. Well, there you are. <laughs> I'm going to open Imer. Maybe, maybe we, we briefly show you show you the app. What it's all about. There is nice. actually. Oh, that's uh, a good-looking chat. Oh my god. It starts with James. So James already synced to his phone, his picture. Um, right. So, on the, do you want to go through the app or, or? yeah, as you, as you like? So, so I, I guess, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> okay. So basically, we we have a dialer um, on the very left. As I said, we offer we offer calling passes ourselves, so you can call um, any number in the world. We also, when you're a Natco customer, so when you're a customer from Slovak Telecom, you can actually use your normal tariff plan to call anyone, and um, you have a contact list uh, where you have all your contacts. Immer users, as you see here, are indicated with a small M. Uh, so if we if we Scroll to James Bode. You see here he has an he has an M. I can then show the uh, number of all the Immer users that I have. This is like a group of all Immer users, and I can define favorites. So if I would say um, James is going to become my favorite now, I can uh, can also do oh, that. And he's he's basically here now. So that's um, that's this part on each contact card um, that you select. You have the you see the you see a picture that is basically uploaded by the user. The name is also uh, can be defined by the user. You see all the numbers, and actually you have you would see all the media you've shared with that user in the bottom and uh, the the prominent buttons here uh, that are in petrol are to do Immer conversation and if I want to call James not on Immer but actually on the, um, on another um, on a normal PSDN I would use these these tiny little call icons by the way if you see some things like pro.immer I'm, I'm using currently a, um, a beta app like a newer one this is not the one we are live with so it, it looks some of the things that look a bit engineered here are not in the live version so that's um, that's the version now where you have already more advanced features than, um, than in the one that we give to customers um, I'm just waiting to do the first person to replace a, a SIP call through that. Very exclusive oh, presentation here. Yes. Uh, here I have my, my conversations list, which is actually the, the main part. So you can have groups here. You can have uh, communications with single people. As you see, there are some people in here where I actually don't have the number. Um, this uh, plus 4930 is actually a German, uh, a Berlin phone number ending up in the app because I have the managed OTT service. So I have a Slovak SIM card, actually. I still have my Slovak SIM card and I have an MOTT user. So if we call my phone later on, on a normal phone from any fixed phone or any phone in the world, the Immer app will ring. Um, and I and then we have the the conversations here. We see messages, we see uh, history, video calls. You can use emojis. The message history syncs across devices. Um, you have the me card, the so-called me card, where you can upload a picture, define a name. You see your DIDs, and you can also uh, buy passes. So if I get to buy here, I can buy uh, in the future more DIDs. I can buy now uh, passes. So I have the chance now to buy basically minute passes, and uh, and you can. The usual 
have uh, have settings here where you can um, yeah synchronize the address, force sync it, change the language. We offer now Slovak and English, and we'll offer the native languages in all the countries we are we are going live. And this is basically it. And now I would say we do uh, yeah we do the demo exactly together with we can show group together with James. I'll do some stuff with Norbert. We can somebody on a normal phone can can call me uh, like on a normal yeah from a normal dialer to actually show that the call is arriving inside Immer. Um, I also have in parallel maybe this which, thing last. Which number? Which number are we would be calling for? That? Yeah, if you drop drop your number rather than read it out loud, just drop it in the yeah. um, hangout chat because that's not public. Yeah, right. Let me just uh, okay. Top blue one. There we go. I put it in Hangout. Uh, maybe the last thing, we also have a web application. So what you see here uh, uh, is the web app that I've opened. Uh, you should see the browser now. I think I'm still sharing. And we see here um, James's picture. We see Dangerous Demo that I saw on the mobiles. Actually, it's synchronized cross devices. I'll close it now not to, um, not to have too, too many things ringing. But generally, we also offer... Um, yeah, a browser application that uh, people can log into. And that's the reason, by the way, James, why you need to define the password. I saw that you were maybe surprised, but uh, yeah. So I got already an Emmer audio call. As you see, Emmer audio, I can accept it. We are integrated with CallKit already, and once I accept it, hello, hello, hello. Whoever called is now connected to me. Can you see who it was? I don't. I don't know the 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 user. So I see the ID. You should. I'm still sharing, right? Yeah. Uh, no. No. It's Randy. I'm not on. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we're not with, My we're, number yeah. would start with three three from France, right? Yeah, that's Randy. But I, I'm, I'm. I should still be sharing my. Uh... No, you're. We're looking at you too, oh. which is I fine. Think, <laughs> I think that uh, that probably drops when you uh, get an incoming call screen sharing. Ah, okay. Maybe. So here you see. Um, I got the call uh, anyway. I, we didn't quite. Yeah, thank you for showing my number to the world. Please, ladies, <laughs> give me a call. My wife will yeah, love this, it. This is a marvelous episode because you've got my I, my telephone number, uh, Sebastian's telephone number, your telephone number. It's, it's marvelous. But what, actually, what just happened there? Because the <laughs> I did ring you, but what happened? We didn't. So when when you call me, the call is basically going to the network of Slovak Telecom. Slovak Telecom finds out that I'm an Immer user. It mm -hmm. sends the call to Immer, and depending on the on the connectivity state, uh, the call is being handled. If I'm online, um, it gets sent to all my uh, online devices as an email call, so I receive now a notification mm -hmm. on my... Uh, actually, I received the incoming call. I'm on an iPhone, so we use CallKit there. Uh, as you see, James Bode is calling. Oh, that's... Well, that was actually me dialing uh, your PSTN number. Yeah, okay. But, it but interestingly, it recognized that it was me. Yeah. yeah. That's really so, cool. Nice. So we, we are doing that. And if I wouldn't be online, uh, it would send it to my native dialer. And the, the, the beauty is that it works in all ways. So if I would get an in-immer call when I'm on Immer, uh, but I'm currently not connected to IP, I receive it also on the native dialer. So there is basically, you always use the best possible network, but you're not need, the user does need to make a choice. So if you do an in-app call, Basically, it can end up on circuit switch, and the same thing is is uh, yeah. I see the SMS from James. So, so can James? Can James? What send happens to the billing for that? Like, if you if you make it what you think is an in a call, and it ends up yeah. going out to mobile, who pays for that? Actually, nobody pays for that in a way that somebody has to pay for it because we are. Um, uh, if the, basically we are integrated with Slovak Telecom, and the only way we the only people we do that for are the customers we do for integrated operators for the moment. So actually, for these people. 
the call is sent back to the carrier network and uh, for the carrier it's like in like an internal call right so just in case when you're roaming there's a small fee that um, needs to be paid for a incoming roaming call but overall the you know we received a call from Slovak Telecom we see you're not online we just send it back and then the call continues in the network of Slovak Telecom but if I if the originator was made within the app rather than yeah, yeah like, if, if the originator made within the app we are terminating the Slovak Telecom but actually for this terminated call we are using the trunk of Slovak Telecom uh, to terminate to one of their subscribers and for these numbers um, we are basically it's like like an internal network call for them because we are an internal network element okay yeah so you're inside you're kind of inside the, the you're already inside the bar okay yes. interesting if you, from, if you okay. go from a PBX platform to a mobile number it's the same thing you route it internally and um, you basically um, since it's a mobile application you don't even have interconnect costs that you have or, or virtually interconnect that you have between fixed mobile so it's actually internal yeah and the same thing works for origination so if i dial some other immer user uh, i connect via to the slovak telecom network and then i get the hook and i can connect to the b party also in app even to you in the uk i would have a, a circuit switch connection to the platform but actually the, the, the b party like would be would be free no everyone is starting to call everyone you. is calling yes that's james that? again though with his 415 number yeah so you guys see it works and uh, we can we can maybe show a, a video call together mm-hmm. with so, a quick yeah. question no here. Quick, quick question yeah. here. So I called you, I actually called you from my French cell. So, and I didn't look up. I, for all I know, the call isn't even free for me. I don't know, but, but it didn't connect. Point is, you want to call me back. How does that happen? Uh, uh, fee wise, tariff uh, rates. When I call you back, uh, currently not being, uh, uh, if you're not on Emmer, I actually call you with my, uh, with my Slovak telecom rates. Okay. So because it's integrated and for those users that like James for example uh, he would not be integrated with the carrier uh, he, he would use his um, uh, free pass for the moment and he mm-hmm. can then buy additional minute passes to make termination calls but I mean if you called me back that would be whatever that would be like you calling me on your cell there's no difference right yeah exactly okay now we see video call from James so <laughs> oh my we really need that let me let me make sure that that's there we go look at that it works quite well I think the video is quite alright I don't know how you Excellent. see it uh, he, he looks better here than on his uh, hangout actually. so um quality of Immer. <laughs> and the beauty of it is um james uh, can you quickly switch off video and sebastian as well so it automatically goes to a voice call james do you hear us he says yes <laughs> he's nodding yeah. yes yeah he said yes Perfect. and then you can switch back to the video call again and this is also some something which is uh, like not um everywhere in the market so for example whatsapp doesn't have this so you were mentioning um uh codex uh, voice codex and high definition voice what what tell me tell me which calls one might get high quality voice out of and which ones are we going to be dumped back in amr narrowband for all for all uh immer to immer calls we use um we have basically high definition so we use we use opus and we use um vp8 and for all calls that are um uh, where you basically basically would connect uh, via circuit switch network for immer to immer calls or when you terminate of course we use um, we use classic um, uh, g711 right so but- these calls would be, would be low definition we are not yet we are not yet integrated with the network to an extent that we could for example use ews or some other High definition codecs on on voice over LTE or something to transcode. We are not doing that yet. But but so uh, let me just track that back a minute. So if I make an IMA call from my handset to your and it ends up on your mobile phone for one reason or another uh, over the public switch network, yeah. then the leg from me to the IMA server is seven eleven or it's Opus and you transcode it. I think it's Opus and we transcode it. That's a typical Tim question, though, isn't it? But it actually makes quite a big difference. I think, I think it's Opus and we, we, 
we, we had a discussion here what is more efficient if it's more efficient to transcode opus or to use g711 all the way i think we're using opus and we transcode it because it's uh, uh it's better regarding so it's better in bandwidth terms and the the, the the transcoding cost is not as much anymore so i think i think we're using opus i cannot i wouldn't like bet on it now but i but i but i think i think okay. we, you, you had the discussion anyway and and okay yes. cool thank you so let me try also a group, a group. video yes. call with Ooh. james Bastian and me. Oh, I've got sure. I've got a thing come up on my thing saying join the Imma group call. Yes. Your access code is. You just just have to click the link actually. Yeah. Oh, join um, that one. Yeah, clicking link, and uh, we're going to go in. Uh, I'm asking for a, a nickname. So there we have. And start. Turn it. Yeah, I can turn it. Just give me a second. And there we are. And there we are. Oh, let me uh, mute something. Super. So we're doing here a video call. We are, uh, since we are, let's say, mobile first, we, we tried, to, we were thinking various ways of doing it. We are doing it currently with, uh, with an MCU in the network. So that's what we use Dialogic for. So we have basically independent streams to Dialogic and then the stream back is one uh, one mixed stream, um, yeah, transcoded and combined like this on the server side. We support up to eight participants. It also works in the browser and again on Android. And um, yeah. So can you have... We're working on improving variants now. You have to set up the video call, let's say, independently. We try to get this more integrated into conversations. But again, it's um, you know it's a step-by-step thing. We are agile, so we very much develop and release features as they are available. So oh, is, is, nice that, is that video only? Um, so you can't have voice calls in there as well? Yes, you do. Yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. But, but presumably, actually, if you switch your video off, you're not going to drop to a voice call now. You can basically, when you when you enter, when you set up the group call, yes. you can you can choose whether you have uh, uh, voice or video. And when but also, you, you, you're... If you're switching off a video, you are in a... In yes. A- and I see from that if you're in a voice call then people who are on PSTN can only can also join it yes so what I I can we can if we try it it gets Jesus why don't why can I see the SMS when you when you enter the, the call you actually get an, uh, an invitation SMS you see here from Nobra join the Emmer group call or dial uh, and there's the access code actually what somebody can do is, is try to dial this number and enter the access code and we'll see if he's in the conference yes I haven't tested that recently so actually <laughs> That's going to be interesting now, but uh, exactly. it, it should work also. It should work. We said we open, so it actually should work also for... Put it back. Uh, yeah, put, put the, the number, number back. back. Oh, fuck, sorry. I can also post it like in the, in the channel. Oh, no, I cannot. Seven. Oh, gone. It's a lot of numbers. It's going to be probably also a load test from our conference. Yeah. Hey, Alison. Oh, mine totally failed. What happened here? United Kingdom. Now, when you, you now we have feedback. feedback. Super. <laughs> Super. I'm impressed. <laughs> didn't even know what is impressed. He probably didn't even know we have this because this is. I honestly, I honestly wouldn't have made a bet on whether it's. Let's say bridging into video calls. Uh, I thought you need to set up a voice call actually in the beginning, but you see it's even it's even bridging the voice people in the video call. So um, in the future, so when when we presented Open Emmer, um, the WebRTC without registration, uh, this is something we are to release soon. It's not yet released. When we release this, of course, you can also click on a browser this link, and you would be uh, without any registration, without ever being on Emmer, you would a- be able to join conferences as well as uh, individual conversations. That's pretty impressive. I'm I'm impressed with that. That's very good. Let's say the motivation is the motivation is as a fallback not to send SMS with the text, but actually to to to, to bring people in Emmer with a, with a link where you can share media, where you can have richer communications, and 
I shouldn't say richer, where you can have communications <laughs> with more multimedia <laughs> and um, and and to be basically open because this was our kind of um, yeah headline or our one of the things we want to do. We want to be open, meaning communicate from anywhere to to everyone, uh, independent of the network, but also basically for people that are not registered with the service. Okay. Any further questions? Uh, we're over the hour, which is fine. We're not yeah. Paying, I, I just wanted to work for me service. just briefly. That didn't sure. work for me. I got when I connected to that number, I got um, what sounded like a codec mismatch. And the uh, and the garbled audio, and then it hung the, up on me. the four four number. Yeah, yeah, mine didn't connect at all. I don't know why. It, it just so started. maybe maybe it only half works. Okay, we'll check. We'll have a look at this. Yeah, as I said, it's the way that it made the ping, and you were in there was was already um, quite right. We'll 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 check that. But then again, you know, getting out there and learning is more important than uh, being perfect, and that's our kind of way of working. So again, here we are doing things maybe differently than a carrier would, but um, with with faster results and with better ways to actually adapting on it. And that's yeah. why we're here yeah. on the. And also, we, we see ourselves more as a startup than uh, being a, a telco subsidiary. So um, it's all about like uh, trying out things, uh, getting them out in the, mar- in the market, getting the feedback of the users, and improving uh, exactly on that live feedback. And um, yeah, and constantly continue like this. Okay, and I assume there is some kind of contact form on the site. Or would you like to give an email? I don't know. There's probably a contact form on the yeah. site, right? So on the email on the website, immer.com, you can register for the for the for the beta for the next mm-hmm. countries we are going live, and we then gradually invite people uh, to it. So you can, um, yeah, the sign up countries, there. The next countries are. I don't think we can actually announce it. All right, no, no, I don't want to press. Uh, I just thought maybe if you already knew. I, I kind of accidentally did earlier, but there yeah, but we won't go back there. Um, okay, excellent, excellent. That was a lot of fun. I think Andy had a question. Right, Andy, was that true? Yeah, but uh, actually, I, w- I was just going to get you to summarize a bit as to what, what's available when, and uh, Randy's just had to do so, so that, that was it pretty much, really. Yeah, so, so the, the country integration, of course, goes gradually, and we have we need integration projects and so on. We, we now know how it works, so it's going to be, let's say, um, not no longer like uh, measured in, in years, but rather in months. And for the for the other countries, we'll, we'll naturally grow, let's say. So, and I think what's will, important. What's important to know is to go to the website. If you're interested in this kind of thing, go to the website. If you happen to be in Slovakia, of course, the Slovak Republic, as we call it here in France, uh, that service is live. But if not, uh, go check it out and watch the site until it does become live in a country that you're interested in. This will be something to follow. I'm really glad you guys came in at this point because this is kind of a preview of things to come. A little bit like my old Astrakhan hat that's a little faded, but you're much less faded than that. You are brand new, and we're going to watch what you guys are doing, and you're going to come back and tell us yeah, about with, it. Meantime, with great, I, with great interest, and I, I've got to give absolutely. you an 8 out of 10, just about everything you, you showed us worked, which is quite unusual for a first outing. Now, they're kind of dodgy little bits, but they're kind of vox bony type issues, not not, not really IMA problems, I think. So we've got yeah, to, I think we have to look where the, where the issue is, if in a vox bony or on dialogue but we'll, we'll check up on that. Right. Okay. IMMR.com. We are going to go to the mature audiences only, so we're going to have to let you folks on YouTube Live out of the loop. I'm going to do that starting in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our hosted PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at VUC.me is on Bluehost.com. We 
use zipdx.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from voxbone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.